This is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. Let's go to Dylan in Indianapolis, Indiana. Hey, Dylan, what's going on, brother? So, um, a few months ago, I bought my first car for 5900 all cash, and I was wondering if it would now be um, a good choice to buy a second car or a new car, uh, trade in that one, because the first car, um, it's starting to appear that it might have problems with rust. It could have been in a flood, and I don't know if it would be a good choice to do that. How old are you, man? 17. 17. How'd you come up with $5,900 to buy your first car with cash? Mm, part-time jobs over a couple of years. Good for you, man. Dude, you are awesome, Gavin. Way to go, man. I don't think I could have kept $59. Dylan. Dylan. Oh, Dylan. I'm sorry. Yeah, Dylan. Um, I'm not good at reading, Dylan. Um, <laughs> um, my job actually is to keep him on track, Dylan. I'm here for you. Yeah, that's a, that's a hard job. <laughs> so, Dylan, you bought a car, and what what makes you think it was in a flood? Or are you having buyer's remorse? Did you buy a car, and all of a sudden you don't like it? Tell me what's no, going on. I still, I still love the car, and if I were to get a new car, it would just be a newer version of it. It's a Honda Civic, okay. and I like it. Do you have the money? Um, um, if I were to sell the car, I, the price of it right now is around eight thousand, and I would look to buy a car for between ten and eleven thousand. So add about two, three thousand dollars onto what I sell this for. And you, do you have it though? Yes. Oh. Do you have that cash? Yes. Yeah, I don't. Have, I mean, I don't have a problem with you selling your car and buying a new car with yeah, cash. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't keep two cars around, and I would not. Um, I wouldn't be dishonest in your sale, right? I would. If you think there's a problem with it, if you think there's a challenge with it, I'd have it go get looked out by a certified mechanic, and not just pass pass your purchasing decision onto somebody else. Um, obviously, you want to do everything above board. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. No, Christy? you're yeah. paying cash. I mean, here's the thing, Dylan. You're asking the right questions. Most 17 year olds are not asking that question. You're paying for it in cash. It's great. Yeah, do it. Absolutely. Good for you, man. All right, no parent, Christy, that's talking to us, right? <laughs> no parent ever wants their child to experience the panic of being unprepared for an emergency. But teaching your teens how to be smart with money can feel like a big job. Lucky for you, we've got your back. With our digital self-study courses, you can rest assured that your teen will know the right way to handle money no matter what curveballs life may throw at them down the road. And the best part, no instructor needed. If your teen has a tablet or a computer, they're all set. You know what? That sounds like music to a <laughs> parent's ears right now. No instructor needed, especially those who are still having to do school from home. Parents, text SELF-STUDY to 33789. That's SELF-STUDY to 33789 to learn more about all of the different courses we have available for your middle or high schooler. Very cool. So Crit many of you say, I wish I knew this when I was younger. Here's your chance. Pass it on. When did you learn about money? When I was up to my eyeballs in debt in my mid-20s, mm -hmm. and I realized something had to change. I mean, I truly was not taught yeah. money. 
debt. Say, I mean, I guess like, you know, in passing, but not, no one ever sat me down and said like, here's what this really is. And so I was the typical sign up for a free t-shirt, get a credit card college student. And so I got myself into a, a mess when I was in my early twenties, but I, it was like by degrees. Mm. I, I didn't, Oh, the minimum payment's $24. It's your, literally your statistic. And then in my middle, uh, middle of my twenties, I remember there was a month I had to call my mom and ask her to put money in my bank account. And I was so humiliated because I was a 24 year old woman and I couldn't support myself. I wasn't independent. I, I value independence. I wanted to be financially independent. And it was that moment that I was like, mm, something needs to change. And so I finally faced my bills. I wrote it all out on my debts. And this was even before I knew Dave Ramsey. I was like, I just have to get rid of this. And then I got the book and got on the plan and all the stuff. But um, I literally learned like so many, uh, so many college students, so many Americans the hard way by like, oh man, this sucks. I work really hard and I still can't make my payments. Mm. Yeah. I remember graduating from college. I remember in high school, a guy at my local church stood up and said, um, I just got laid off and people were talking about it, Yeah. but I want y'all to know I'm okay. I've started doing this thing. And this was, this is when financial peace was in its infancy. And I remember that in the fast forward, six, seven years later, I took my first big job after college making great money. And I ended that first year making great money in more debt than when I started just because I got in the habit of not saying no. You're going and backwards. I remember going, what in the, how did that happen? Well, you made a really good point though, because I don't want people to miss this. You were talking about this earlier um, today. And that is when we get a promotion, when we get a raise, we upgrade our lifestyle, even if, yeah. even if we have debt. So like in your example, I'm making great money and I ended up in more debt than I was in because we think, oh, wow, I got a new job or, oh, I got a new raise. I'm going to go get a nicer car, get a nicer house, buy this stuff because I deserve it. But the truth is, if you're in debt, you don't own any of that stuff. You owe on all no. of it. You're actually in the red. Yeah. <laughs> and so and I, I, it was getting redder by the day. Yeah. yeah. It, there, we've got to change the mindset that, oh, I deserve it or I'm, you know, when I need to upgrade my lifestyle. Matt and I, from the time that we moved in our house, uh, you know, we were newly married for any raise that we've gotten or any, you know, he's had different job changes. I've had different, you know, good years and, and lower years, whatever. We haven't upgraded our lifestyle. Mm. And, and so the margin just increases, which gives you again, power to invest, to give, to make choices about where you send your kids to school. Conley's in therapy and I can afford that. Mm. And it's simply because we've maintained the margin, but you have to create it. That means that when you get a raise, you don't upgrade your lifestyle. And that can be hard. It takes discipline, <laughs> yeah. but it's going to give you power and control. I think my wife is wondering why I think we're, <laughs> like we keep downshifting our lifestyle every time. She's like, John, please, that car, let's don't drive horses to work anymore. Can we get a car? That's so cool. Yeah, if you can hang tight, right? It just yeah. gives you so much freedom in your life. That's incredible. Thanks for tuning in to the Ramsey Call of the Day. To check out all of our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.